Father, we thank you, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for Christmas, God. I thank you for every single person here, every single life that's here, God. And I just pray this Christmas time that you would meet with us in a new and a fresh way, God, that we would discover and unwrap a little bit more of Christmas, that we would see you potentially in a light that we've never seen you before. God, that we would maybe start a new path with you today or a deeper path with you today. God, we just lift up and we just pray for maybe those less fortunate than people in this room. God, people who maybe don't have anyone to be with at Christmas or people who don't have the resources to enjoy Christmas, God. And we just pray for the poor in our city, God. We pray for Hong Kong, Lord, that they would know you, God, Lord, that they would find that peace and joy this Christmas, God. And also our home nations and around the world, Lord, that all the challenges people face in those places, God, that in Christmas, people would find this joy. Lord, that people would open their homes, that people would share their resources, God, and that your joy, your true joy would come to the world. Father, I just pray that as I share, God, that you would just work in each of us wherever we're at, God, and that you would just speak to us in your mighty name. Amen. Merry Christmas, everybody. So great you could be here. Yeah, thank, thanks for coming. My name's James. If you don't know me, I'm the pastor of Destiny Church Hong Kong. We currently meet in here, so you're always welcome. 10.30 on a Sunday, if you'd like to come along. What is Christmas all about? That's what I want to share. What's Christmas all about? For some of us, it's the presents, isn't it? As a kid, I was just like, ah, oh, the presents under the tree. Can't wait. For some of us... It's all the festivities and the food and all the other food and the drink and things like this. For some, it's Santa coming. For some, it's about time with family. Families come from all over the world. In Hong Kong, people leave. We've got friends all over the world now, all back with their families. For some, it's a particularly tough time of year because they maybe have no one. Maybe you're in this room and you don't have anyone to spend tomorrow with or you're listening to this another Christmas and it can be hard for some people here maybe it's challenging because there's family who you can't be with or family that you've recently lost for many people though Christmas is a magical time of year isn't it it's such a magical moment in the year there's something at the core of the human heart that gets set alight by Christmas. It's captivated by the magic of Christmas and the wonder that we see at Christmas. It's that fairy tale moment in the year that's just so good that Starbucks starts it in November. (laughs) It is that moment that the prince, you know, Prince Charming, comes out and finds Sleeping Beauty in the forest, if you've seen the film. The Little Mermaid, it's that moment that she comes out and she walks on the sand and has life and discovers, goes into this other kingdom and finds her prince. It's the story of when the prince leaves his castle. And what does he do? He takes the glass slipper and goes off 
into the countryside to find Cinderella, doesn't he? To find Cinderella. The prince leaves his castle and he finds Cinderella in her rags and in her poverty. And he loves her and he sees her become his princess. So we love those stories, don't we? Disney's got it nailed. We love those stories because at the heart of each of them, at the beating heart of each of those stories is a true story, the true story, the story that God has painted across the canvas of the world. And that's the story that we find at the center point of Christmas itself. Christmas is the true fairy tale, the most amazing fairy tale, but it's true. It's the moment, isn't it, where the world and everyone all over the world today, tonight, tomorrow, going to be singing joy to the world, joy to the world. Why? Because it's true, right? We'd be nuts to all do that about a Disney film, right? It's a good film, but we can't sing joy to the world for that. It's true. Christmas actually happened. It's a historical event that changed the world, changed the world so much that we measure time itself from it, B.C., and AD. It's true. What's true? What is true? That the prince has come. That the prince has come. That Jesus came down. That he laid aside, incredible this, he laid aside his heavenly home. If you imagine heaven and then think what could be better than that, he laid aside his heavenly home. All the, all the riches and glory that were there to come and find the only treasure he didn't have. You. Each and every single one of you. And so that means that Jesus, he treasures you more than he treasures anything else in heaven or on earth. And that's massive. That's huge. That changes everything. That God Almighty, King of Kings, came to earth. Remember we sing, O come, O come, O come, Emmanuel. That word Emmanuel means God with us. It's totally incredible and it's exclusive to Christianity. Completely exclusive to the Bible that God, God would come down to our level. And why did he do that? Why did he do that? Because he knew that we would never be able to reach his level in our strength, in our effort, in our trying to be good enough for him, even if we had a fairy godmother, you know? Just like our mate Cinders, at midnight, everything falls apart. We can't make it. At some point, everything falls apart. We need the prince, don't we? We need the prince of peace to come down from his throne and find us in our inability, in our rags, and through his grace, raise us up. Our Prince Jesus, he didn't just come down to meet us where we're at. More than that, he went to the cross for us. He died for us. He paid the penalty of what was keeping us from him so that we could be with him. He paid that penalty of sin which was stopping us from being in relationship with him, stopping us from being in love with him so that we could have a relationship with him, that we could live in that eternal life that's only in him. 
See, Jesus didn't start, contrary to popular belief, Jesus didn't come to start religion. He never came to start a religion. He came because he loved us. He came because he loved us so that we might fall in love with him. How do we know that he wants to know us? You know, if you love someone, you know them. You know them well. How do we know that he wants to know us? How do we know that God wants to know us? See, the God of the universe doesn't show up in this unapproachable light, this storm or a massive lightning bolt or somebody who's so magnificent that you can't even get there, does he? There's not thunder and lightning and shouts. He comes as a little baby. Isn't that amazing? He comes as a little baby, weak and helpless. I mean, that's hard to get your head around that God comes as a baby, weak and helpless, born not in a palace, but born in a stable. So approachable, right? So approachable. An invitation to all to know him. So approachable that even the lowliest people, the lowliest people in society who would never be able maybe to even go into certain people's houses because they were too smelly. They would never be invited to certain places because they weren't good enough. He goes and makes himself even accessible to the lowliest in society that the shepherds, the lowliest in society, are comfortable going to him. If you've ever had a concern of oh, this Christianity thing, life with God, that should completely undermine any concern we have about God, you know? Because God, we may ask, how can, how can I trust you? You know, he never came in a way that tried to force us to do anything. He came in a way that was so vulnerable in the most approachable way possible. At Christmas, the invisible God becomes knowable. That's amazing that the invisible God, the God, remember that if you know some of the Bible stories, remember Moses is spoken to from the burning bush, that God becomes knowable. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. See, we can better understand God Almighty, the Father, through Jesus. We can see Jesus' love can't we? We read the scriptures. We know the stories, the historical accounts of his life. We can see in him love, care, compassion, the, the humor of Jesus, his sacrificial love towards us. And in him, in that, we get to know God. We get to see God. God at Christmas is clothed in flesh. Incredible. At Christmas, I don't know if you've ever thought about it like this, but at Christmas, God Almighty goes to extraordinary lengths, you know. It's an ordeal, it's a bit of a hassle, you know, it's not just quick. Goes to an extraordinary length to be known, to be knowable, to be relational. Cinderella's prince, he comes down, doesn't he? He comes down with that glass slipper, and when she puts it on, the moment she puts it on, she's dressed in rags. She's an orphan, remember? She's an orphan. She's not acceptable and she's not even accepted where she's at. She's not good enough. But you see, the prince, he seeks her and he finds her in a state. And in that kind of state that he finds her in, he loves her, he accepts her, and he makes her his princess. He doesn't go to her and say, Whoa, I'll put this slipper on your foot when you go and have a shower, when you go and clear yourself up. 
he accepts her just as she is. That's a love story of Christmas. But see, we love those stories because they are a dim reflection of the true story that Jesus came to find us, that he first loved us. And in our sin, in our rags, see, even in our attempts at being godly, even in our religion, the Bible, it's part of the Bible that says all our attempts at being godly, all our attempts at being good and earning our way to God, God sees as, just like Cinderella, filthy rags. He sees it as filthy rags, all our attempts to do what Christ has done for us. And he loves us, doesn't he? God comes and he loves us and transforms us and raises us up and declares us right with God so that we can have a relationship with him. So what's Christmas all about? Christmas is all about a prince coming to find us, his princess, so that we could love him so that we could know him and be in relationship with him. So there's no story more beautiful than the Christmas story. And so the challenge for us this Christmas Eve, if we like to give challenges, is how will we respond to that? Maybe you never thought about it, but the loving prince never comes in any of these stories to force his princess to love him. God and Jesus never came and twisted our arm and forced us to love him. He invites us every day to love him, to live life with him. That's the incredible invitation of Christmas, living a life in loving relationship with Jesus, with God. And I guarantee you guys, if you receive that gift, it's a free gift. We're into gifts at Christmas. It's a free gift. I guarantee it's going to be the best gift that you've ever been given or will ever be given. And I just want to encourage you guys as well, you know, maybe you, you'd call yourself a Christian, a believer, however you want to define that. Maybe that's challenged you just to know God more. Make that your 2019. Maybe you're here today and you're like, actually, I don't really have a relationship with God. I don't really, I wouldn't say that we have this love relationship together. All you've got to do is say, I want to start that. That's a conversation between you and God. Lord, I thank you this Christmas that we can celebrate your love for us, God, that we can remember, that we can remind ourselves of the incredible lengths that you went to so that we could know you. Lord, I thank you that you didn't come in fire and power and lightning God but that you came as a little baby so that even the most timid meek lowly person on the face of this earth would have a confidence in approaching your manger God Lord we just pray that this Christmas and for each and every single person here maybe there's a challenge in relationship with you and I pray for each of you guys here today for your nights tonight for your days tomorrow that there would just be great joy Great joy, happiness at the presence, happiness at the food, but great joy that we can have a relationship with God. In your name, God, I just pray your blessing on all these people here today. Lord, I just pray that you, Jesus, the Prince of Peace, that you would bless us with your peace. 
in your mighty name. Amen. Amen.